Welcome to Shark Select. Hi everyone, and welcome to Shark Select, the podcast equivalent of wrestling on a trampoline. Today, Craig is away again, I presume with the Tetris Man, I'm not quite sure these days what he's up to. Very secretive, so I presume it's the Tetris Man. But we've got a guest host today, alongside myself and Stuart, we have Pixie from Pixie Podcast Gaming. Good evening, I've been, uh, I've been expecting you. I think we need to air out some of the friction that's been happening on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Mm. which uh, we'll get to in a moment. Um, so today in this episode, we'll be talking about the uh, top uh, selling PS2 games uh, oh. of the area and some of our wild cards that we think should be in that list. Okay. So before we get into that though, there's some other things we want to talk about. We've got the criminally elongated name game competition. Cool. Uh, so it's the first of five gets a t-shirt of their choice and maybe even a mug, I'm not sure yet. But so Maybe far, even a like, hug? Yeah, might have a hug and a mug if they wanted, yeah. Yeah, shirt, hug, a mug. Yeah, we've got two entries so far. Might be three. Uh, potentially three, but we'll wait and see. Um, so just to go through, last week, overly the game long. Overly Long Enhanced Name was the aggravated permanent borrowing of a member of the public's automated transport option the addition of the unstable Canadian, the overly ambitious carriage acquirer, and the sad, sad man. You got any ideas, Pixie, before we go? What, what game that is? Yeah. Bloody hell. Uh, <laughs> Canadian? Um, what, public transport? Aggravated permanent borrowing of a member of the public's automated transport option, and the addition of the unstable Canadian, the overly ambitious carriage acquirer, and the sad, sad man. Um, I don't know, GTA is it or something? It was actually, yeah. It was GTA 5. Dang Canadian. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Zing. Got it. What's his name? What's his name? Franklin. Franklin, yeah. Sad, sad man. It's Michael. Michael. Ah. Uh, So we've had two entries so far on the uh, social medias, and that was at Thomas K underscore H and at Deluxe Man both with one apiece at the moment. So join us at the end of the show when I'll uh, reveal this week's elongated name. And it's a tough one. I was struggling with it, actually. It's come from Craig. It's quite a difficult one. Are you ready to crack on? Have you got got anything you want to talk about? Are we doing theme tunes or what? What's the first segment? The first segment is just cracking on with the top top selling games that was on the PS2 and what you thought of them. We have an intro. Jingle. I'm jingle. not the jingle boy. Pixie, you can do you can do a jingle. I'll do a jingle. Craig's not here because he's shagging the Tetris man, <laughs> and we're about to go through the top games on PS2. <laughs> <laughs> that work. <laughs> I thought, you just, I thought with the pause after Craig's not here, I thought that was just going to be. <laughs> <laughs> Craig's not here. That's it. 
have been funny. I, I do have a little bit of news actually, um, which oh hello, um, I, I did find yesterday. It's not really happy news. It's concerning news about PlayStation owners. Well, for PlayStation owners, okay, about the PlayStation Five. Fire away, mate. Yeah, I'm a PlayStation so, um, owner. Talk to me. So Sony warns of a price hike that could make the console eye-watering, eye-wateringly expensive. Uh, oh. it could, I know, yeah. So this is a snippet from a news article I read. So take it with a pinch of salt, as you always do, all news online. Um, so essentially, it could be more expensive than we'd all like uh, because of the US and China are in the, yeah, the tariffs trade war. Yeah. Okay. Um, and the threat of further tariffs on Chinese exports threatens console manufacturers. So at the moment, the PS5 has a placeholder price of 9,999 Swedish kroner on a, on a Swedish marketplace online, which um, translates to $1,047 or £859. Jeez. Yeah, I know. Uh, obviously, that could be subject to change, but it'll struggle with the price anywhere near the PS3. Uh, and if you remember that rocky launch where it was six hundred dollars when that came out, yeah, that was dodgy. Yeah, so when two people two but, people had it, yeah. But apparently, with um, all the power under the hood of the PS Five, yeah, I don't. It says here that they probably won't sell it for less than five hundred dollars anyway. Is there any, was there any specs been released for it? Yet? I don't know, but they're expecting it to be like ridiculous, aren't they? Yeah, but it's not going to be the old. Uh, yeah. What's it called? So hopefully that the tariffs. Scarlet. Why do you reckon much is that going to be? Scarlet. Well, that's the same problem, isn't it? With um... well, apparently developers have already let out that the PS Five is better than the Scarlet in terms of specs. But um, I don't know if it's if it's that much more expensive. You know, people people aren't going to be I don't think. There's not much in the current generation, though, is there? Really. No, because they're both going to be using the same uh, game streaming thing. Uh, what's it? Both using xCloud, aren't they? So both going to have yeah, the same that's if you sign processing power and everything using xCloud. So. Yeah, but that's only for like their Netflix, their like, games as a service kind of thing where you sign up and you stream games. You're not just going to stream all your games. Or you still buy them on disc. The, that's the, where the power of the actual console comes in because that's where you're going to be like... Like the, you see, the tech demos for it are like instantaneous load times. So, like you know, when you load up GTA Five and you got to literally turn on the PS4 a day before, but like it's just going to be instantaneous, like quickly, quick, no more loading times. Is the going to be the selling point apparently, which would be interesting. Mm, because, you know, be good. Yeah, I just wait and you know. see. But like, hopefully, it doesn't. It isn't a like eight hundred quid because that's just ridiculous. No. Yeah. No. No. Be interesting though, for sure. Mm. See what it's like. Anyway, you were saying PS2. Yes. We're going to move PS2, aren't we? Yeah. PS2 so that, that's the news out of the way. Um, so let's let's start. So the top top twenty selling games uh, as per as from Wikipedia, uh, as it is as a reliable source as ever. <laughs> yes. So uh, number one with seventeen point three three million units sold. We try and guess. Yeah, go on. Uh, is it GTA? It is GTA San yes. Andreas. Ah, oh, shit. Million. Here we go again. It was a good game, though, wasn't it? I don't, I don't like it. I thought Fantasy is my favourite GTA on PS2. Well, it started well, didn't it? San well, Andreas. San, Andreas, San Andreas was 
the scope of San Andreas at the time was like absolutely oh, like like I, I like uh, the feel of Vice City more I think um, just because I like like 80s music and I like the cars and I like you know how sort of colourful and stuff it is but like mm. San Andreas is scope like I remember just the fact that you could just fly to a different place and stuff was just like the restriction was no longer on the game you know like, yeah you had the countryside didn't you I think yeah yeah, but yeah, it's, yeah, it set it up for three cities, didn't it? But well, the, the one that was supposed to be San Francisco, might as well not have been there. It's just like a couple of buildings and a bridge, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, a few hills. Yeah. But they all were. I mean, if you... Go on. It, it, I mean, the, what, the thing that, that sort of captured me so much about San Andreas, and I'm like, I was really, really young when San Andreas first came out and stuff, so I was like, I used to play games inside the game. I used to like pretend I was going to work and stuff and like drive up to different places and stuff like that because yeah. the, the, the world was so big and stuff, and I just was like, so I could get myself completely lost in it. But what was just like totally crazy about it was just, yeah, you, you could literally just start off down in Grove Street, ride right out into the countryside, you know, and then, mm. you know, kick some farmer off of a you know, tractor, and then end up going and doing what you like. It was like this open kind of playground. It wasn't until I was much older that I actually had a crack at the storyline and stuff like that, but just, like, the scale of that. For PS2 as well, like, the size of that game for PS2 is crazy. You know, when you're used to being stuck on train tracks with everything else, and you can only go certain areas, you can't even go, like, through a door in some games in PS2, you yeah, know, but yeah. you go to that, and, like, literally you can go wherever you like, and steal whatever you like, and do whatever you like. Yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, but even if you look back... Uh, if if you check out out later and you, you can search online for the GTA Vice City map and the San Andreas map and they're both like obviously to today's standards absolutely tiny <laughs> especially the Vice yeah. City one yeah but one thing you could do in San Andreas or a few things you could do which was a little bit more kind of stepping into the world of kind of I don't know living a simulation kind of thing was the fact that you could you know eat till you fat eat till you puke. You could work out. You could work out and get a six pack and pick up hookers. You know what I mean? This a bit put me off because you had to do that as part of the game. Yeah, it's pretty annoying. Yeah, like you had to go and go on your bike and stuff, and like go to the gym. It's like, hang on, I just want to just play a game here. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that was that was definitely a bit of a an annoying point. Like I say, when I was younger, that was one of the greatest things about it because I was like, oh my god, I'm actually living in a game. It's really cool. Um, but like now, I think it's just a gameplay hindrance. Like they've taken out of the newer games and stuff like that, you know? Because it, it gives you that sense of immersion, doesn't it, with all the tasks and sort of things that you can do within the game? Yeah, uh, which was good. But for me, uh, especially when you got towards later later on in the game, when you got to uh, Vegas and yeah, whatever it's called. It just started getting a bit silly, you know, with jetpacks and things like that. Um, it was very much grounded with turf wars and gang wars uh, in when you were in the first city, whatever it was called. Yeah, yeah I see what you mean. And um, then by the time you get to the third island, you're like a bully, like CJ's become some kind of like money tycoon who's like, you know, got what he yeah. likes and owns yeah, like... like a record producer. He lives in the hills yeah. and <laughs> works for the fucking government. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. the storyline's quite cool, you know, with the whole portrayal of your, um, you know, of, of Big Smoke and, and Ryder and stuff like that. It's pretty full on, you know, especially when Big Smoke is so sort of, sort of geared up to be someone who cares about you so much, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was, um, it was all right, to be honest. I, um, yeah. 
I mean, what what would you say? Would you say it was one of the, the best? One of the best games ever on, on games, PS2, yeah. 100%. Yeah. You can't deny it. Like, Although, you know, we, we're nitpicking the things that were annoying about it, mm. but take yourself back to that moment um, because we're, we are as spoiled as we are in this very moment in time and in everything that we have. Mm. Like, yeah. But, you know, take yourself back to that moment. And even in Vice City, you know, you drive into the ocean and you're dead. Rather than in San Andreas, at least you can drive into the ocean and swim back to the shore. That's right. Yeah, you couldn't even swim in the other games, could you? Yeah, or you can you can dive underwater in San Andreas. You can literally go wherever you like, almost. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, get a boat and go out and stuff like that. You know. Yeah, the other guys had uh, lead bloody shoes on, didn't they? As soon as you stepped off a boat or if you missed a by a step, you just straight down and you're dead. Yeah, that's it. Mm. And the amount of times, and you know. There's yeah. just there's there's so much more scope in that world than there was in, in anything else, and especially once again as we're talking about PS2, it was specifically uh, like um, before its time, you know. Yeah, I mean they actually apparently obviously don't know how true this is, but apparently they started developing that game before they even started uh, developing Vice City. Oh really? That's interesting. Mm. I read that somewhere, so that's why obviously it's so much bigger because it only came out a year later than Vice City. And you can find a dildo in, a, in the police station toilet. It's nothing. Was this do. was this the other day or in or in GTA? In GTA. All oh, right. Hmm. Which inspired me to do it the other day, but you know, <laughs> I had to find out whether it was true in real life. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we, we were talking about doing um, a future episode about like the weirdest weapons you could get in games and. The dildo oh, yeah. from GTA is featured in it, just because you could walk down the street and beat people up with it, which is pretty funny. Yeah, definitely pretty funny. Hmm. Right, so do you reckon it would be like Shark Tier, San Andreas? Yes, 100%. Hmm. Yeah. It's right up there. It, it's, in the, it's in the conversation. If it's not, you know, if there's, there's, I mean, like I say, the hindrances of it are only like you know, minuscule in comparison to the advantages. Yeah, all I would sort of doing is dick picking, innit? Yeah, you're a bit like, oh, it's annoying that I have to eat, but at the same time, you know, it's a PS2 and you're flying a jet above the thing. You can put a, you can put a cheat in and get <clears> jet <throat> right in Grove Street, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean... Or wherever you want. The actual story, uh, ignoring the filler missions, as it were, where obviously you had Officer Tenpenny that was trying to, yeah, like, keep you there for some reason. I can't remember the full story now, but you're like... Being, you were being held hostage by cops and stuff, and then you sort of made got free, and then... Sorry? He made you work for him, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Like, just murders for him and stuff like that, and then you ended up helping the that blind Chinese fella, mm. and you ended up getting a casino and stuff from that, and then there was some heist missions involved and things. Uh, yeah. And even there was skill progression with the, like, when you were using guns and stuff, wasn't it? Like, at first, you would crap with them, and then through time... You aim steady, didn't you? You got better at aiming. Yeah, and driving skill and um, all that. You know, mm. there's that kind of Sims element to it where you got to keep yourself top yeah, down. Yeah. With you, like you know, if you if your health gets too low, you got to pop into the pizza place. But even that, like you know, at the time, like I say, if you take yourselves back to that moment, like you'd never be able to walk into like a pizza hut in a game and buy yourself a pizza. You know what I mean? Like that's crazy. For or you can hold it up. You can hold it up. Yeah. Yeah, right. And you could eat so much you puke, which is hilarious. Yeah, I just wish um, I could get gains as well as CJ did. Just go to the gym for an hour and come out like bloody The Rock Johnson, yeah. don't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally, just like that. But you could get tattoos. You could change your hair. 
there was so much customability um, and like buy your own clothes go into a binko and buy your own clothes and stuff like that mm. there's so much to san andreas that like is way before its time you know like now like even one the one of the things that is a feature still in like gta 5 which is the most recent game is or even red dead like the most recent rockstar game you can go in and buy yourself a new hat and buy yourself this that, and the other and this is like 10 years later you know or whatever yeah. long it's yeah. been since san andreas so san andreas really paved the way i think for for open world games i believe because you know it was it was really like that was the start of the scope i feel like that gave birth to the likes of you know skyrim and oblivion and things like that next generation because you know the scope of games was opened up by that yeah i mean there's, there's no other games that have ever tried to compete with and been successful uh with this gta franchise i mean there was the getaway which was also a ps2 release which mm. had um almost it was geographically realistic wasn't it of london um, mm. and then put and they changed some things differently but it's still the the scope compared well you can't compare the scope of each games but. And, it's, and, and there's something about GTA as well, specifically, that, like, it, it epitomises the generation and the fact that, like, even when I was young, I used to whack on the radio on GTA on the start menu and leave it on in my room and stuff and just chill and just think that, you know, cool, that I could have my own radio station and stuff like that. Mm. Like, there's there's so much about it that's, that's huge, you know? Like, with e- even just the fact that, like, you could go on GTA San Andreas now, and yes, it feels aged and so on and so forth, but guarantee you have a hilarious moment or something funny happens when you're doing it. Like, just going around the city and just, you know, running over someone or whatever, like, it was just hilarious, wasn't it, at the yeah, time? I used, to, I used to, like, get out of, get out of hand or something. So, like, you see how like you say you'd run somebody over, and then next the cop will turn up because he was right there, and you're like, oh, kill him now. And then yeah. Before, yeah. You know, before you know it, you're, trying, you're driving away from the FBI, and yeah, all he yeah, did was it. just run one bloke over. Yeah, that's it. And it's all just, like, goes crazy, doesn't it? But even the yeah. fact that you can just get in any vehicle or any of that kind of stuff is just super, super cool. And once again, it's, there's the nostalgia. We're talking about a, a console that's two generations ago now, you know, and, like, that's... The, the nostalgia of the fact that the second you play that San Andreas music, even if, you know, even for me, yeah. like, as stupid as it is, like, I absolutely love K-Rose. And the fact that, like, I like that's the little hillbilly channel or whatever, and I love, like, going on, yeah. my little, going on my little Sanchez where it was like, you know, Mississippi River, don't give us a party, like, going on buddy, like, Sanchez in the middle of, you know, what felt like a huge, huge world. Mm-hmm. So, yes. um, just keeping on to the uh, uh, GTA um, sort of bandwagon, as it were, so we're not changing <laughs> subjects too much. So, the fourth best-selling game for the uh, PS2 was GTA Vice City. This is the last dance for Lance Dance. I said yeah. I had enough of that at uh, school. 9.61 million. Uh, which again, when that when that came out compared to GTA 3, the first thing I remember thinking was motorbikes. Yep. And again, they had the um, cheesy music over the intro music, all the classic 80s. Yeah. Yep. And um, they, that was the first one where you could actually change your clothes. It wasn't choose your top and choose your bottoms. It was choose different outfits, wasn't it? Yeah. Tux or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, my only thing I didn't really like about that one was I didn't like Tommy Fazetti. I thought oh, he was really? a bit of an asshole there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's not someone who like really speaks to me mm. in terms of like a protagonist that I'm attached to in any way. Like he was cool, but like 
it like with CJ, he 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 speaks to me more as a protagonist. Like when you come home and you know he's been away in Liberty City, and there's like lots of stuff like his mum's died, and there's loads of stuff that you can like attach yourself to his character rather than like Tommy Vizetti just trying to like pay money back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, the, the old idea was it was single, wasn't it? Um, Scarface, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, even the end when you're sort of you've got your big mansion and you yeah. shoot you shoot a load of people who come into your mansion, like you know, say hello. Yeah, You've even got a massive gun, haven't you? And stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> uh, and what, what's the uh, what's the classic? It's the last dance for Lance Vance. <laughs> <laughs> like Vice City, once again going down this road of the thing. Like I don't know, I don't want to include sort of GTA three as well and sort of talk about GTA as a whole. Yeah, well, yeah, we can get onto that one as well. So any anything about Vice City that sort of speaks out to you? Yeah, big time. Like so, so Vice City was. I think San Andreas came at a time where I started to game then myself and had my sort of control of but watching my brother play GTA Vice City uh, San Andreas mm. I mean was when I used to play but it was I was too young really to sort of understand Vice City story or anything like that when I was when I was young when it first came out but like Buggles video killed the radio star like rings true in my mind now however many years it is later because yeah, yeah. It's just the nostalgia of Vice City is the, you know, it's weird when you think back to games, like I saw a, uh, not to digress too much, but I saw a video the first time you come off of the ship in Halo 1, and it's like one of the most like mesmerising moments in, in game history where you sort of like, you can finally see like, you know, the actual Halo ring above your head and all that kind of stuff, mm, yeah. and you're on this alien planet or whatever. Yeah. But like, when you go back and look at it now, it's like horrendous looking, but in my memory, I getting out the the back of the ship and being like this is like the most sci-fi cool thing i've ever seen but like yeah, yeah. much like with san andreas like when i at the vice city sorry when i when i go back to it now i'm a bit like oh it's like a little so bit small. not as, it, yeah it's so <laughs> small and like you can you know, you end the city, you go around the beach front, you go around the back and like, oh that's it but like back then i was like that even like going down the beachfront and having like that you know the way the sun used to like go in your eyes in that game do you remember that like where it's like used to go in your eyes when in oh the yeah yeah had, like that. lens flare didn't it yeah and there was just like stuff like that like that i can when i think back to it, i have that like lens flare in my eyes it's like nostalgic 80s music and there's that feeling of like summer it's very like a summery kind of game and like yeah, yeah. people with skates going down the side of the road and stuff like and just like stupid 80s stuff everywhere you know and it's yeah. just like, all I, I hear like, in my head um, is that Buggles ra- that video kill the radio star in my head, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like um, from the contrast of GTA 3 where it was very dark and rainy yeah. and stuff, wasn't it? And then all of a sudden, Vice City came out and it's on, like, Miami. And yeah. It's got the sun everywhere, the beach there, there's people, like, roller skating by in hot pants and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then, like like you're saying with the music, some even now when you hear some of the music that was on GTA Vice City, think back to that first thinking i remember playing i don't know driving down the street here listening to billy g yeah still still to the day i when i'm at work i'll listen to the gta uh, vice city soundtrack playlist because i just like the tunes i like you know Mm. all of them that run to you the seagulls or all that kind of stuff all of it's quality like oh i'm gonna run to you that way (laughs) that's not all of them. I got them all like just pop into my head or whatever. Block of Seagulls is um, one that, that always takes me back to GTA. What's oh, that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, 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 I ran. 
Yeah. I ran so far away. I couldn't but get away. Like, like that, yeah, 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 yeah. Even like um, that. Um, Miss, I want you tell me where my love is. my <laughs> Japanese boy. That, that song and all that shit. I fucking love it. The whole oh, thing, honest to God. But yeah, there's yeah. something about that soundtrack that's specifically excellent. Like, I it's think. Just, it's really good for that soundtrack, isn't it? I think the thing with GTA Vice City is, as opposed to San Andreas is it's just tight, it is what it is, and stuff like that, and like, with San Andreas, because it's so huge, and there's so much going on, there's so many different radio channels, and all that kind of stuff, like, with Vice City, it's like, compact, like, it is yeah. what it is, like, every, every every radio channel is just like, corny 80s stuff, like, it's either the, you know, the kind of, but even the radio announcers and everything, like, the whole thing is like, encapsulates that time so perfectly, and yeah. like, you know, you've got that guy who has the love radio station, or whatever, hello, your food do, you know, Diego or whatever he says, and he's like talking to all his phone. Oh, uh, what was it? I used to like listening to um, Laszlo. Yeah, Laszlo was on the, the chatterbox or something. I don't know. No, yeah, that's on, it. He was yeah, on the yeah. Chat radio show on GTA Three, but Laszlo was the um, the on the rock radio on Vice City. All oh, right, but that's another thing that I really liked about the three series of Three Vice City and San Andreas was the intertwining characters. So when you played GTA Three and then you went to Vice City, you see. Not all of them, but quite a few characters from GTA 3. Obviously, younger versions of them from the 80s. Mm. You see them there, and you're like, oh, that's him from wherever, and stuff like that. And then again, like on, G- on San Andreas, you see Clyde from GTA 3, who you play as, um, when he runs off with your girlfriend at the time as CJ. Oh, yeah. And then they, yeah, run, off, they run off to Liberty City. You yeah. do a race against him. Yeah, you do, yeah most annoying race I've ever played that is in San Andreas. I used to, because they give you like a really crappy car that blows up really easily. And I used to just constantly die all the time in that race because I just kept getting rammed off the road because there's so many mm. people in the race. And I'd be on fire trying to make it to the last tiny bit of the race or whatever. My car would end up blowing up all the time. And you didn't have an option to like leave and grab another car. Yeah. Um, but GTA as a whole, I think, like one of the standing pillars of, of PS2 of, of like it gave birth to so much exploration and it's just so nostalgic for so many people. Um, yeah. you know, I think that there's nobody who doesn't think of those, especially those original free games because they really opened up the kind of 3d exploring worlds, you know, and stuff like that because, yeah. you know, before that it was top down. Well, that's it. I mean, I remember seeing the trailer for, GTA 3 when that came out after we've played GTA 2 being top down and everything and you see in that trailer and you walk around the, like a living breathing city doing the same stuff you did in GTA uh, 2 it was just like it was mesmerising when that came out and they're just they're, they're funny they're like funny and they don't take themselves seriously so like mm. so many games at the time or so many games in general just take themselves very very seriously mm. and like you know they, they've given birth to what are like i think gta 5 is probably one of the best games of all time you know i think it's, mm. it's, it's sort of undeniable and like if not one of the most influential games of all time but they gave birth to that they they were the people who took those risks and you know took the piss basically uh, out of themselves and out of america and out of the 80s and out of you know out of new york city and out of la and they took the piss out of um, Miami, you know, and what it's like and what people are like and stuff like that. And even like with people calling in and talking about like their kids being addicted to video games and stuff, it's just like hilarious how serious, like how they don't take themselves very seriously. 
then when the mm. kids like when it's like oh welcome to buy yourself the new you know game sphere and like all this and like they've just got these like funny things going on all the time and the, the fact they don't take themselves seriously but at the same time they're like you know incredibly compelling stories and open worlds and stuff like that yeah, and you, can yeah, just, yeah. you can just like you can do what you like you nick a car you know right. there's so much so, there's so much restriction in other games gta3 then do you reckon that's another s tier game or just i an, think just i a think yeah one? i think I think yes. Because, it's like the groundwork for the next yeah, two to come out. Yeah, that's yeah, it. You have I think. To put it below the other two. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, so, I, I would put it underneath slightly. Yeah. So after uh, sucking Rockstar's dick for a while, let's oh, yeah. uh, let's move on now. To, move on to the next knob. Um, yeah. Then, then <laughs> move down. Move down the list to to the next glory hole, which is um, Gran Turismo. Okay. Uh, in second and third place for top selling games. Uh, G- uh, GTA, the yeah, can't get out. Gran Turismo Three A Spec sold fourteen point eight nine million, and uh, Gran Turismo Four uh, eleven point seven six million copies shipped for uh, those two games. This is where there's see. I think I think it's very hard for people, anybody, to sort of do what we do. I suppose in terms of trying to talk about kind of all games because you can't have played them all, and this is where my knowledge kind of runs out because i didn't play gran turismo it was too kind of hard for me it was too Mm. like real i guess like and i always just struggled with you know not being able to just drive where i wanted to or or having to sort of be in a a set of rules but i understand how it's like so compelling for people but i didn't really play it so what did you guys do or think of it uh well i originally played um gran turismo one but i wasn't very good at it and same with gran turismo two i was a little bit better but not Amazing, uh, but these are definitely uh, stew sort of games. Gran Turismo, yeah. Uh, which was is it two and three? Uh, no, three and four. Three and four. Played three, uh, but by the time four came, I'd already moved on to Xbox. Yeah, um, playing fours, but um, three definitely just just the jumping graphics from two yeah. to three. I think you can always judge a PlayStation by its Gran Turismos. Like they're they're normally the ones who have the most, most like the best graphics. Max out, they really push it to its limit. Yeah, I mean, if you only have to look back at the PlayStation One with Gran Turismo One and Two, yeah. and you you look at the comparison of those games and how much they came, how mm. much um, Gran Turismo Two improved on Gran Turismo One, but then you look at Gran Turismo One and how much that improved on the majority of all the other PS Two games, uh, PS One yep. games. Standouts, well. yeah. Mm. Um, so what what do you think of those, Stu? Uh, Where would you tier those games up, up to? Up to like obviously racing games on the on the PlayStation Two. I think three it'd have probably have to be A, and the four I don't know if it was better or not. I don't well, we can abstain I from I them if played, you want. Played four, yeah. Um, but it was Grandchildren well seemed to get sillier, whereas Forces were trying to be more more stimulation. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm saying yeah. silly, but it's the cars you unlock on GT I mean, Gran Turismo. It's just daft. Like, why would I need like Suzuki Alto uh, or a, um, a wagon? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> wagon R. Fucking Rav Four, just some shit. Like, just useless. Yeah, like um, you, I think uh, Gran Turismo Two started that off. Used to be able to get used cars at the start. I used to always get a classic 1994 Toyota Celica, and then max it out. But then, like, some of the cars on there, it's like. Why is it? Why have they even spent that time to model that car? 
when no <laughs> one's ever going to race it or use it. Yeah. 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 So what would you reckon for Gran Turismo Force 2? A or... We'll or follow your stage, lead in this. not playing it. I'd maybe put it as... But, you don't have to rate it if you've not played it. Yeah, just... Yeah, maybe not rate four yeah. or three as I maybe. Right. Uh, so, fifth selling game of all time. We're going to the JRPG realm now, which I've got no interest in playing, but some people do. Uh, bec- well, in fact, 8 million people did because Grand <laughs> 10 sold 8 million copies. Final Fantasy X, I haven't played, but it's one of the games where the second I say that I haven't played it, if there's someone who has, it's one of those things where they're like, oh my god, how have you played it? Um, it's really, really good. I remember thinking, um, I watched my brother play loads of Final Fantasy Seven, and I thought it just looked a bit like Final Fantasy Seven. I thought Tidus looked a bit like Cloud, and I was a bit like, alright. And then I thought that the, the girl from it looked a little bit like Tifa, and I was a bit like, alright, you guys sort of just look like a bit like they're trying to sort of rehash it. So I was never had the interest. Um, but I know that, like, it was one of those games that spoke to a lot of my friends. A lot of my friends, like, absolutely lived by um, Final Fantasy X and, and Final yeah. Fantasy X or whatever it was, you know, bloody 11 or I don't know what it is. Um, yeah, they did 10 2 and everything, didn't they? Yeah, 10 2, um, that's it, yeah. I was yeah. I was going to say it's Final Fantasy X, the the one where you play as the blonde guy, but I think every single one you play as a blonde guy. Mm. Yeah, I think I think once once again we've we've reached another one. Lots of really, well, obviously you play Gran Turismo, but none of us have really played too much of Ten. Um, I'm sure Craig's probably off playing it right now with the Tetris man. You know they've they've will probably yeah, running yeah. together. You know they're running through all the Final Fantasies from start to finish, whilst um, he goes through Craig, but. Um, you know, I, I think it's it, it definitely deserves it play, its place, but again, it's one of those games that I own my far, so I can't really have too much of an opinion on it. But what are we going to go with, given that all three of us haven't really done it? Should we just go middle we of the can, road and leave it there? We can just abstain, yeah, it's fine. If, I mean, none of us have had any experience playing it. I think I've seen it being played, and it just doesn't appeal to me. It's the weakest one. Apparently, yeah, apparently 10 was one, even though it sold really well. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so, just on the Final Fantasy things, there's a couple more in the top 20, so I'll just carry on on that, on that list. Yeah. Um, so, again, the eighth best-selling for only 6 million was uh, Final Fantasy 12. Never even was looked that the one, Was that the one with Lightning, or was that yeah. 13? Oh, that was 13. Oh, I still didn't play it, but... Uh, that was so 6 million copies of Final Fantasy 12. Fair, fair play to it. I mean, you know, once again, it's it's uh, JRPGs as a, as a whole is something that I haven't really dived into too no, yeah. much. Yeah. And so we'll just, we'll just, just stay in again. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. We'll um, we'll, we'll uh, steer clear of the Final Fantasy, shall we? For now. Yeah. So then, think, um, um, on Twitter, LJ Frost said, "Put it in the trash." X two. X two. X two or uh, twelve. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Twelve. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, speaking of X two, that's the uh, the final the final yeah. Final Fantasy on the list, <laughs> uh, which is fifteenth at the selling of four point zero six million uh, okay. units sold, and apparently that was the one that was like really crap. Uh, but again, if, did, did you play it, Pixie? No, not really. No, I, totally I, like I said, I watched I watched a bit of ten, watched the start of ten. I think I'm 
friends tried to get me to play the start of 10 once but it didn't really click with me and then i from there on yeah i thought it's just something that has passed me by final fantasy really other than seven seven is the only one i have any kind of attachment to but that's because i grew up watching my brother play it and it was mm. something that has some that has a little bit more emotional resonance with me but the rest of them are just a little bit too like i don't know um, yeah, yeah. odd they're just odd aren't they and they're just like the way the characters walk the one thing they always do in jrpgs or anything that is kind of based around that same kind of thing is you always get characters to go and they do that all the time to each other i don't know why they do that but i think it's i think it's like a do, do what nothing i didn't hear anything they just go mm. all right like they just yeah. they just oh, like yeah yeah that's it like so yeah. say we're having a conversation i'm here and they'd be like mm. oh oh <laughs> Mm-hmm. there's like loads of that kind of like hmm and each other and it's just like you know just ignore like my present don't hum at me <laughs> <laughs> with your I, know, I think or... i think what for me is with the jrpgs in particular a lot of them is is the convoluted story or it just goes like wildly off track and i just sort of lose yeah. interest then it's like yeah too silly i think mm. was it x i think it's 10 that had the um the weird like not football, not basketball, underwater game. Oh, right. Or something. And there's like a whole different game inside of that where you have to league or something daft. And it had that laughing competition that was like the cringiest thing we've ever seen. Oh, laughing competition. Yeah. Anyway, moving swiftly on. So, yep. um, seventh place, selling seven million copies. Metal Gear Solid 2, Sons of Liberty. Okay, yeah. So once again, you know, I um, haven't played much Metal Gear Solid. It's something that is is passed me by to an extent because it's yeah. it was always too intense for me. Once again, I think you know, Play, PlayStation was just I I was I was fairly young, so the kind of games that I was interested in were games that were a little bit more accessible like to this because I remember even I think I think it's Metal Gear Solid Two or Snake Eater. Um, I remember watching the start of it one time, and it's got like a twenty-minute cutscene before you even do anything. Yeah, and I, I was like, you know, as yeah. a kid, as a kid, which is where I'm speaking from, a lot with this console, um, I was a little bit like, "What's going on? It's too much for me," you know, especially yeah. when it's like characters are doing. But even then, you know, the um, the you know, you guys are talking about long convoluted stories, but you guys have played these games, haven't you? I, I I've played a lot, of, put a lot of time into the G and oh, to the Metal Gear. Yeah, but they they kind of they yeah. kind of mirror JRPGs with their zaniness a lot as well, don't they? What what gets me off on it is the uh, stealth elements. Yeah, I, I love the stealth genre of games, mm. and uh, Metal Gear as it was was one of the first when it came out 3D and stuff like that. Um, yeah. So I mean, I've even got some honorable mentions that are around the stealth genre, but um, for me. G- uh, Metal- I got GTA on my on my mind still now. Um, Metal Gear Solid Two is one of the good ones, but I, I definitely preferred Snake Eater just for the fact how uh, Hideo lied to me. Like the demos and all the trailers, it was Solid Snake, Solid Snake, Solid Snake, and then the game came out. Twenty minutes, thirty minutes into the game, you suddenly playing as Raiden for the rest of it. That white haired prick. Yeah, it's and just, just yeah. All I did was cry about. Yeah, but Snake shows up and he's just like, Bliskin. Yeah. What? Bliskin. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then there's a bloke on roller skates and then there's a vampire and then there's like some... This is what I mean, it's zany as well. 
He gets well done. Yeah, yeah. That's why I wasn't interested in two. I don't think I ever completed it. So, I watched you complete it, but I never. Yeah, I yeah. I played the first bit when you were Snake, and I'm just like. Yeah, and then he, it turned out, oh, the big baddie was uh, referred to himself as Solid Snake, which it turned out to be Solidus Snake, which is like another sort of yeah. clone sort of thing. And I was just like, what? So for me, uh, as much as I like it, it would either be okay or just meh. Okay. What, as, uh, um, um, we, what, which one are we on about? Two, aren't we? Two, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah cool. Okay, yeah, three. Because I mean, it is good. I mean, and from where it went from Metal Gear Solid to Metal Gear Solid Two, it was three D, and you can do, you could aim down the sights and stuff. You got first person mode, and you could do all of that stuff. And then even the AI cleared the room um, by checking the corners and the lockers and stuff. Yeah, with flashbang and ghost stuff in like that. Um, so they did proper like reach bang and clear, yeah, and stuff like that. That's cool. Massive improvement. Uh, but then again, so and then when Metal Gear Solid Three Snake Eater came out, it only sold three point seven million units. Oh, oh really? Uh, so it's only like just over half of Metal Gear Solid Two. Um, but I think it was better for me. I'd give that a four. Put it in the thick. Look at these nice shoes. No legs. And once again, I've not I've not played these, so I can't um, impart my. Mm opinion too much on them but i shall follow you into the fray so what is okay. next on this then? uh next one is uh tekken 5 okay i'm gonna play this one uh ninth bestseller for six million copies um mm-hmm. the only one i played though was tekken 2 mainly and three hmm but after then i sort of lost interest what what sort of annoyed me in there i can't remember his name now big sort of the older fella in it was like Hitachi yeah he was like he was like 90 odd by the end he's still in this fighting game I was like what the hell's going on uh, yeah we're we're in his wooden platforms yeah but I mean Tekken innit did you play it uh, Pixie not particularly I was I'm quite surprised I was combat um don't know was Tekken Tekken or or Soul Calibur actually I played a little bit of but not Hmm. um Never Tekken, really. But I'm quite surprised it's actually quite so high on the list as it is. Mm. Yeah, I think they have a bigger following in America, I think, and Japan. I don't think it's as yeah. big in Europe. It wasn't one of those games that was so much in the households that I would go to. Because, you know, like no. when you go, you'd go around the friend's house, they'd always have, like, you know, the set list of games of, like, you know, everybody had San Andreas that was in everyone's house. And that was always, like, you'd, you'd just crack on, put it in or whatever. And, you know... Um, that interests me that it's so high on the list. Mm. Well, I mean, we can abstain again. None of us played it. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Um, and then so next tenth bestseller, oh, Kingdom Hearts, massively overrated. If you speak, the, I, I feel a little bit guilty, right? Because my friend, and now like once again, I'm I'm talking from. I was very young when PS2 was around, and I felt really bad actually because I made making us friend, feel old. Eh? I, I made my <laughs> <laughs> I made my friend feel very very like bad for having um, Kingdom Hearts because I used to say to him it's super lame because it's got Disney characters in it um, and a, and a, but... and a, a Keyblade. Yeah, I mean all that stuff. It just like looked way too stupid. 
if it, anything, like, it'd be like a mace, wouldn't it? Because it's you couldn't, you couldn't sharpen a key because it wouldn't work then, would it? No. Yeah, I mean that. I, I mean, it's, beating oh, like someone to axe, death with that keyblade would just yeah. be messed up. The thing that annoys me the most about the keyblade is the you know like the handle of it. Mm. Like if you were hold, if you were yeah. to hold it normal, like just like with the kind of the I, I don't know the door as well. The, it opens a door. I don't know, it's a big fucking door, isn't it, if it does open one? Yeah, oh yeah, big bastard door there. Um, but the way you hold it, you'd have to hold it, like, if you held it straight, the actual bit that you'd bludgeon people with, like the actual bit you'd use to unlock the lock, that would like, facing the wrong way. Makes no yeah. sense to me, the keyblade. Um, but yeah, to bludgeon someone to death with a keyblade is pretty messed up. But, mm. you know, as long as it's a Disney character, you're bludgeoning to death, it's cool, isn't it? You know what I mean? <laughs> But once again, I think you know we we've been a little crippled here without Craig because he would be our uh, you know JRPG representative. So once again, I'm going to have to abstain from like to Kingdom Hearts and apologise to my friend that I made feel a tip for playing. Yeah, I mean for me, I give it a one just because I hate it and rate it. But I've never played it, so just to stick stay on brand, it's going after it's going shit too, isn't it? Yeah. Fine with me. Okay. <laughs> you two made the decision. <laughs> so, uh, right, next one. God of War 1. Selling 4.61 million copies on its release. Bludgeon people to death again. Yeah, but this uh, time. Players are uh, angry Kratos. Super angry Kratos. Well, I played them when he got a remaster on 3. Mm. On the PS3. Oh, are, yeah. you, are you gutted you didn't play it when they first came? Good. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you reckon then, Stu? I've never played them, to be honest. Um, I don't know. I just I love those type of games. Um, so I was well into it. So once again, do we categorise them as, as the two, God of War and God of War 2, given that they're both on here? Yeah. Um, I think I'd put them together in the thick tier, maybe. Yeah, I mean, they're, they, they're definitely a... Um, they're really good games. Yeah, very... I wouldn't say they're, like, they're up there. They're not... I mean, they're good, but they're not like sharp. They're not like. So, would you reckon thick? Totally. Is you reckon it's uh, current Kratos gen is, Kratos? Kratos thick. is a thick boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Current gen Kratos thick is what they are. Yeah? Yes, current gen Kratos thick. Yeah, agreed. He's thick, isn't he? Really I, thick. I know. Yeah, I like watching the videos. I do. Yeah. You've got a problem, don't you? Yeah. I wish I, I wish he'd call me boy. <laughs> 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 Get your ass out, boy. <laughs> right, Chuck Rock. Chuck Rock. It's me, Chuck Rock. <laughs> anyway, going off, off topic again. Um, so this one here just rings. It just sounds. It just sounds like massively JRPG to me as well. So this one, Dragon Quest Eight: Journey of the Cursed King. Sorry, where we'll put this. Yeah, don't know. Right. You have to move on back. I think. Yeah. Um, 4.44 million that sold. Yeah, fair play to it. Yeah, breeze past that one. Yeah, about it. Brushing right past that one. Should we also, oh, should we also skip Madden? Other. Yeah, that's the next one. Madden NFL oh, 2005. Should we skip Madden? I had this one. We had this one. Oh, yeah. did you? Okay. Was this the one where you could, where it was first one way create your own character, wasn't it? And you could, uh, um, yeah, I made a team of, I made my own team and I made every, all of her friends and put them all in one team. Was this the one where you could get drafted? <laughs> like you did, you did the tryouts, and it says you'll be best in the 
position and then you followed your career. You did like play a career. Where you, one where you, you can do that. I don't know if it was this. I don't one. think we no, all went together after a while, but yeah, I, I enjoyed this. I'm going to put it on that net. Too. Yeah, I, I mean they were good. Okay. Oh, actually, no, you can sit there. It wasn't like it wasn't Metal Gear Solid standard, but it wasn't shit. Mm. Uh, Four point <laughs> three five million. That sold. Actually, I did play it a lot. We'll put it there. Yeah. Weird how weird, what what confuses me is what was so special about that exact year because it would have come out every year, but why two thousand yeah. so much better than the others? I don't, I don't know why that sold more than the others. No idea. Yeah. It must have been something weird. new that was added to it. Yeah, maybe new mechanics. A lot of them. Yeah, I do. I think this is the one that had OK Go in the soundtrack. Uh, is that what made it sell so many units? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, Steve. Um, You've narrowed it down, mate. Thank you. That's all I needed. <laughs> That one song was why that one really. <laughs> <laughs> um, so next one was God of War two at four point two four million. Uh, I know you've already put that in because right. you've already said, but I'm just going down a list. Okay. Um, right, so then fourteenth bestseller, Jack and Daxter: The Precursor mm. Legacy. I like that. Who uh, who made that? Can you remember? Naughty Dog. Was it Naughty, Naughty Dog? Dog? Yeah, yeah Naughty, Naughty Dog. Dog. Uh, and uh, unfortunately, I never played any of. The- but I played that so one this would have been at least twice. This would have been their next thing after Crash Bandicoot, I'm guessing. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. They did, uh, there was a Crash Bandicoot on PS2, wasn't The there? Wrath of Cortex. Yeah. And they did this one after. And then they brought that out, yeah. Uh, it was good. Uh, I reckon it was a, a good, thick platformer. That's a good, thick platformer. Thick. Let's go thick. Uh, okay. Uh, so, next one. <sighs> 16th bestseller, Kingdom Hearts 2. Twice as good. Twice as, uh, twice twice as fart. Yeah. Twice the Keyblade. Yeah. Double the door. You know? Two doors. Two doors, yeah. Yeah. Um, two. <laughs> and then, uh, so the 18th bestseller, which is another good classic for me, uh, Ratchet and Clank. Yep. As Ratchet again, and Clank is a great 3D platformer. Would that be um, the same whether it was Jack and Daxter or not as good or better? I think it was a bit better, to be honest. I think. Mm, yeah. I think is it a shark too? Uh, or is it just I reckon. I think it was like this is one the same three. tier, but slightly better. You know, if, you, if we had a four. Which we haven't. So this would be like not a full-on shark. This would be like a turtle head, <laughs> halfway between. <laughs> uh, well, it's like a, it's like it's just thick, I reckon. Yeah. But I, I was thinking, prefer it over a thick turtle head, is it? A thick turtle head, yeah. Yeah. Thick turtle head, Ratchet and Clank, lovely. Uh, and then so finally, and then we move on to we've sort of t- we've done a bit of snake eater, haven't we? Yeah, we've, we've already graded uh, that one. Yeah. So the next one. The final one for the twentieth uh, bestseller of the uh, PS2, Need for Speed Underground. Yeah, now this is obviously a little bit. Fucking. Well, how much did we bomb this game? A lot. Yeah, yeah. I, I liked Underground too as well. Um, oh, two, two was probably better, wasn't it? Yeah. Hmm? I think two was better, wasn't it? Yeah, but we're not talking about two. We're talking about the top no, two it's bestsellers. Underground, so. yeah. Uh, un- un- yeah, but Underground was like. The first one where it was it went street racing, street open world street racing. No, it wasn't open. Mm. World. It, was, it was. wasn't. Two, open world. World. No. Two was open world. 
wasn't it wasn't on the ground one no. you'd go into races wouldn't you and it yeah. would load up and then you'd but go but you couldn't screen. drive to the races and drive races. no oh right yeah. it was cool because you could i think it was you know you you got the likes of games before on a ps1 like this is the the my my kind of thinking with this list is that what what made it what made these games the top sellers is probably that they were so much different to their PS1 counterparts. Even yeah. if you look at the, the likes of, um, you know, Jack and Dexter or Ratchet and Clank, which is like a 3D world platformer, like the difference in their depth to the likes of Crash Bandicoot on the PS1 or whatever, yeah. Yeah. and what you can do with them and the mechanics and stuff like that, I think that's, that, that echoes in something like Need for Speed Underground, where you could really customise your car for the first time. You know, it was your car. It wasn't, yeah, yeah. you know... It wasn't like, oh, you've got your cool car that you can have it in red. Or It was like you can have blue wheels and red, you know, tinted windows or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. it was like the level of customization was stuff like that. And it was quite, it was like intense kind of tight racing. Like, the it was the street racing, wasn't it? So you were like trying to go around the normal cars that were driving normally and stuff like that. But it wasn't. Yeah, the, um, the, the drag race was really good as well. You had to get your gears just right. Oh yeah, it's manual. Yeah, work. yeah. You have to change gears just at the right time, and it was like <laughs> really satisfying, like gear change. Like, yeah, yeah. Did it change? It changed it to um, the right thumbstick, was it? Yeah, you had to use gear, the wasn't it? To go up and down gears like touring cars, and then you yeah. had like um, you had the nos as well, and it blurred the screen. It's like, yeah, yeah. I did enjoy Underground, but I definitely preferred Underground too when it brought the thing out because you could pose your car for magazines. If you yeah, remember, you like open the doors. Uh, change the interior and yeah neon lights yeah but if, if you did the sound system too much it looked like something from pimp my ride yeah <sighs> <laughs> but i think i'm gonna drop down Gran Turismo 3 to the okay tier so this can sit above it mm-hmm. yeah agreed okay. agreed right so so that's the uh the list for the top 20 best selling um uh, but before we just do a quick rundown of the tiers i've got a few wild cards that i've added Mm-hmm. Um, that I'd like to mention, and then see where you think they stand. Well, I, um, I, am I allowed to add my time, my uh, my wild cards too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll just sort of breeze through these quickly and see what you all think. Yeah, sweet. Um, so my first one um, is uh, it's, I've put it as one, but it's definitely these series um, time splitters. Yeah, super cool. Um, uh, for me, I'm, I mean, I'm playing uh, Future Perfect. At, I played it this morning actually on oh, cool. my emulator at home. Nice. Um, obviously, but I've got it so it's running at like fourteen forty p. Yep. So the textures are still a bit poo, but everything's nice and smooth. Cool. And uh, I love it. Um, yeah. Time the fact that you could make levels, you've got all the challenges, the online, you've got the bots, yeah. and everything yeah. like that. So I think great fun to play with your friends. For me, for me, I, I put it, I put it at the top as S, but yeah, whatever I, you think, I'm happy with. Time splitters up at the top, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm I'm happy with that. I had a lot of fun with splitters as well. Converted us to inverted as well, didn't it? Yeah. yeah oh god. Right <laughs> um, so, all right. So next one was uh, WWF SmackDown Two. Know your role. Just bring it. Know your role as PS One. Oh yeah. Well, I couldn't remember. I just SmackDown. I just bring it then. Yeah. I mean, I I'll join you with saying that WWE SmackDown versus were specific kind of standouts for me. I was crazy into wrestling. And like yeah. Yeah. I loved all of it. The whole of playing all of the SmackDown versus Raws. I remember I got SmackDown versus Raw two thousand eight on PS4. My 
uh, PS2, sorry, for my birthday, and I was so happy with it. Like, so unbelievably happy. Like, create my own character, have my own entrance, you know? Yeah. I used to like, though... Oh, sorry, go on. No, carry on, carry on. He used to like... I used, I used to like if you had multiple creator character, and you're playing through the career of one, and then all of a sudden, another creator character <laughs> pops up and is like, starts fighting, or you become an ally. It's like... Because it's like, obviously, it's, it's scripts and then just puts a random, like, um, wrestler there. But when it turns out it's another one that you've created, I just think it just makes it all that better. Yeah, I mean, we weren't even properly watching wrestling on the telly. We just liked the games, didn't we, really? We used to watch it every now and again. Uh, we think we used to watch the the Saturday morning, like, repeats and stuff. Yeah, well, um, we watched the Attitude Era mainly, didn't we? Stone yeah. Cold and Stone Cold and The Rock. Yeah. That's, that was the best, best era, anyway. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, um, I'd probably put that. I reckon I put it about an okay sort of class. But... Uh, for me, like I say, I'd, I'd have it at, at the top of my own little list, but, you know, we're talking overall, I suppose. And, and yeah. We'll well, if it... you want to put it at the top and you want to put it on okay, we'll put it in the middle. If you want. Yeah. What do you think? Thick. I'm happy with it being thick. I'd put it up. There's yeah. so many of them, and they were so, like, multiplayer with your friends as well. Yeah. Throwing your so, mate, throwing your mate, like, throwing anyone off the top of it. Cell is just hilarious. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, yeah and the way right, they used um, to land as well, they used to land like on their neck, full on. Like, and you, are you like that was the difference with the games? Like, obviously in real life, you know, they have yeah. to, they have to like you know do the landing so they don't kill themselves. But on the games, like you used to like look like you. I used to like beat people to death on that game. Like I'd pull out like chairs and I just would not stop smashing them. You know, like you know, take the steps off and you just like. You, you know how many times can I smash Big Show in the face with these stairs? And like they used to bleed in shit as well, didn't they? Because they don't bleed yeah. in WWE anymore. And you used to like bleed mm. all over the ring, and that it used to be grim. But yeah, yeah. you know, at the time that was crazy. Good fun. Um, <laughs> right, so I've got another one as well, um, which start which started off making the westerns mainstream for games. Red Dead Revolver. Nice. Uh, obviously, Gun came out just before, which is again is a good game. I uh, really like Gun. Yeah, Red Dead Revolver came out, which was obviously um, a sort of origin story of Rockstar's uh, yeah. Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, but obviously not the same characters or anything. Uh, I've there is a character. Got from that Red out. Red I've got that on my emulator. Sorry. There's a there's a character from Red Dead Revolver in. Uh... Or there's a letter from a character in Red Dead Revolver, Red Dead Redemption 2, which is cool. Oh, is that? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, so I started playing Red Dead Revolver again. Uh, but it's very, how it plays out is like just chapters. It's not, there's no free roaming in. No, yeah, in it, cool. As it's where you, like, you do like a chapter, then you move on to the next chapter as you play through it. But I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I'd probably give it a, a three. Yeah. Out of five. Okay. About you, Stu? I never played it. You never played Red Dead Revolver? No. I didn't play it. Did you not? No, I was on Xbox Boy. And that came out around times Xbox. And I was no, I had it. Yeah, we had both, didn't we? I never played so it. Oh, yeah, the PS2 was in. Just, just, uh, uh, I'll just interject. If if there's ever a point you guys do this with the top 10 selling original Xbox games, because although, yeah. although I did move on to PS3 after that, I was an original Xbox Boy big time. So if you want you want to crack on and do a podcast on that at any point, I'm keen. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think the next next episode is going to be the uh, Xbox 360, just because it because we rated them the highest tiered consoles. Yeah, so we're going through the highest tier games of those. Mental, but yeah, carry on. 
Yeah. Uh, but uh, obviously, we won't mention the orange box because don't roll me up now. Let's up. not let, let's move on. Come on, because you know, not only have you put because oh, I'm already getting I'm already getting right up. Because, you know, it's already getting right. No, 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 just no, cast I'm out not, then because I can't I can't even have it because you know like. The fact that you've got the Xbox 360 as your top console after admitting that it failed five times. Five Xboxes Craig went through, apparently. Five yeah, that was Xboxes. Craig. That five was Xboxes, Craig, and he's going, oh, I still want to put it at the top of the list. I'm like, bloody hell. How much money did you spend on it? You know what I mean? How much? Yeah, but the repairs were free. Yeah, but good Lord. You know, like how many times has something got to fail before you're like, oh, you know. You can have, we didn't go through, we didn't have, go through five. We went through... Two or three, yeah, but and each, like, only those were the upgrade. That's mental. We that's mental one, in itself. You can't have the but you can't have the top console of all time and say, oh, oh, we went through two. You say that like that's just normal. You bloody bought the thing. You bought the thing to work. No, as in we got the pro, yeah, and then we got the black one. So it wasn't like a replacement. Yeah, it was a new oh one. right, okay, not because it broke then. No, no, no. Oh, no. that's okay. That's right. I thought you were just like, oh yeah, we just went through two. I'm like bloody hell, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> Anyway, you're going off stuff. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Carry on. <laughs> so another one for me, where I'd just like to mention as well, was um, Second Sight. You ever played that one? Nope. It was a sort of a quiet release. It just came out. It was uh, made by the same people that did Time Splitters. Same art style same and everything. Engine. Same engine. Um, but you played as a guy with insomnia, and it developed. It found out it's developed um, telekinetic powers. And then as the story progressed, you played like current time and then in the past until the stories met and then how it all became to be. So it was a good story. I unfortunately never finished it, but uh, it was a really good premise. Cool. I don't think it sold very well, unfortunately, so they just left it at the one. Wait, put it in that uh, I'll probably put it in, uh, just in the meh, meh class for now. I don't think either of you played it, did you? Nope. Played it for a little bit, but I know not enough to... Mm. Uh, right, so the next one then was uh, Tenshu, Wrath of Heaven for me. No, I it. Uh, what? I played it. It's basically playing as ninjas in uh, classic um, Japan. And there's a bit, because I've got it on the emulator as well, I was playing through again, and I'm still laughing at it, because as the menu scrolls down, it's a torn map that you're looking at. Yeah. And on the right-hand side... I swear, it looks like, you might remember now where I'm coming from because you remember seeing it. It looks like a guy with his knob out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, if you picture someone from knee, knee to shoulders, so that's, that's where, how big the map is. Like, and then it looks like it's a hand holding a knob, where, as is how it's ripped. I'll have to try and get a picture and I'll post it online. Yeah, do it. Uh, but yeah. Um, so yeah, it's a stealth game. You play as ninjas, you assassinate people, and add uh, progression and skill. Um, um, you learn new skills as you went through the game, and unlockable characters and stuff. It's pretty good. Um, for me, I'd probably put it as a okay, cool, okay game. And then the second to last one for me, just one uh, was uh, another Rockstar game. I think, again, was it sort of quiet release? I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, unless we missed it, any of the trailers. But it was The Warriors. Yeah. Sort of. What do you think of that? I never played The Warriors. I haven't seen the film either. Well, if sure. you've still got your PS2 or you can play something back compatible, get The Warriors. Get it on boy rates, quality. Is it and good? Get, and get the film, yeah. Really good. The film's supposed the, to be really good as well, yeah. 
yeah, watch the film and play the game. And it's like... Um, starts right off, doesn't it? Right? Yeah, it starts at the same time as the film. And it was like, re- recreates the film scenes. Cool. Like in the game engine. And it just expands on everyone's character. Yeah, so, so the, the game takes place... The film takes place at the end of this meeting. Uh, this, sorry, the start and the end of this meeting where all the gangs meet up. But the game takes place like weeks before this meeting. Oh, uh, cool. And then so it builds up the characters and their relationships and the recruitment. And then it gets to the journey towards this meeting. And then they're running away back to Coney Island. Uh, and it's a pretty good game. It's, yeah, uh, it builds upon... Because when you watch the film, there's like loads of these different gangs are mentioned. But with no backstory to any of them. So when you play the game, it just expands on the whole universe and all different gangs and what their different gangs like little quirks are. Yeah. And the combat was actually absolutely brutal. Yeah. Like punching people's like face out. Yeah, yeah, he had like brutal finishes and stuff where you knee people in the head and everything. Uh, it was good. Uh, so yeah, definitely check it out, the Warriors film, and if you can can get hold of it to play it the game. Cool. Uh, and the final one for me. It's definitely just a meh sort of game. It's only for like hardcore uh, fans of the uh, creature. The game was Predator Concrete Jungle. Cool. Yeah, so it basically plays a, a predator that lands on Earth and then you something happens and you have to try and... Did you used to run around the house no, making no. noises, mate? Yeah, you did, yeah. You used yeah. to roll like the predator and stuff, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's... It was okay, and you got like new abilities and everything. But again, if you're not much fan of the Predator, you probably won't like it. But if you are, and I a think, fan of the Predator, then I you'd think enjoy with it. it with it being an older generation as well, and um, because the PS2 was such a humongously widespread console, it's one of those things where different people would have had different games. Like a lot of people at this kind of time as well would have had it like bought them and stuff like that. They bought by their parents, so like your parents might have was something good to buy for you that you might have just had that game. That's really nostalgic for you and you. PS2, but like, really, it's a bit of crap now. If you went back and played it, mm. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, carry on, continue. We want uh, Stu. So that, that was my yeah, that was my mentions now. So, a few from Stuart who wants to go down the list for. Um, so first one, Burnout Three. I absolutely probably the best Burnout game. Oh, that was the uh, the crash. Was that with the crash cam? Yeah, crash zones. No. Yeah. The, the crash cam was on Xbox, wasn't it? We had the webcam. Yeah, that was. <laughs> but this, the um, burnout. I remember Burnout Three, and there's a mode in it which you'll never get away with now. The uh, crash mode. Oh, well, you have to, yeah, you have to cause a big pile. Yeah, basically, you cause a you cause a massive pile up car accident and see how much uh, damage you Carding can make. You can do, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but you also had afterburner, which is essentially a bomb in your car, which you could blow up and then cause more damage. Ah. I don't think you'd get away with it nowadays. Probably not. This one was really satisfying when you took down other cars. Because it'd like pause. It wouldn't pause the game. It'd just go into slow-mo. Then the camera would like from the back of your car. Like spin around. Oh yeah. Look at the car crashing. Yeah. Like, all the damage on the car. And it'd like take, take ages like watching the car like blow up. And like all the bodywork crumpling. And the wheels falling off. And the engine like hanging out of the car and stuff. And then like watching it. Like flip and roll down the road, yeah. And just like those, like zoom back to your car and then you're straight back to racing. Again. Yeah, it like slowed right down to like a fraction of the speed you were going, yeah. just so the camera could pan away to watch the car you just crashed into, like decimate 
and just <laughs> roll around and crash everywhere. And then it just panned back to you. And then the speed had slowly increased back up to normal. And then away you went again. Yeah. Or when you crash your car as well, if you hit another one of the, like, not an AI car, just like a random, because you like street racing. So mm. you're like a random person's car. You've like hit that head on. It basically pause the game and zoom right into like so your car was coming from the right and then sort of like a civilian car coming from the left and it got really slow just so you could watch like your car like have a head in slow motion watch all the bodywork crumple yeah. and it'd speed up and like your car would be fucked and then it'd be like reset and you'd <laughs> <off> you go <laughs> so like, where you putting it on the thick tier thick. what's next then Stu Def Jam, uh, Fight for New York. Did you ever play that one? No, I saw a trailer for it the other day and it's fucking hilarious. Oh, I loved it. So you just, you just make creative characters. Um, Synchro Guy was in this game as well. Is that um, where he was born? Yeah, this is one of the first games. Game Wave like, got his signature look and everything. Um, the, the first instalment of State of. Uh... Saint Rogue guy. Yeah, there was. Yeah, there was some. There was some earlier iterations. Every character like has its origin story. Yeah, he started off in WWE. Oh, did he? Got he? Thrown out of there for being too extreme. Oh yeah. Then he went and beat up um, rappers. Yeah. Beat up Sean Paul for a living. He's throwing around too many bottles of cum again, was he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was his finishing move. Just poured it on you. From the, from the right where he stood on you. you. Held your mouth open and poured it down your throat. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, Stu! For fuck's sake, mate! I know, yeah. It's you know, it's at a level where Stu always sort of just gooey goes. Milkshake. You know, Stu's like a fucking trap door to the basement all the time. You just walk along and then bang, you're fucking down a level. You know, like <laughs> 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 fucking wronged. Right, carry on. Next game. Uh, yeah, I'll put it in your key too. Um, <laughs> I don't think it was. You probably could put it higher, but looking at what's in the thick tier. I don't think it could compete with those mm. ones. Do you think? Nah, probably not. I think it sits quite nicely. Yeah. Right, next one, Manhunt. Oh, Manhunt. I love Manhunt. Did you play Manhunt, Pixie? No, I didn't. It always looked too scary to me. Let look, but I've got some some games on my list that are pretty sketchy, but I thought I always like looked at the cover and thought, my mum's never going to let me get away with buying that. <laughs> it was intense. And it just showed up as well. It wasn't much marketing. So we were in college, and me and Craig would just go down to local town, and we'd hang out at the uh, one of the independent game stores there. Yeah. And then we'd just got a shipping of games, taken out of the box, peeks in the box. Obviously, so we'd get it's like, nice. What the fuck is this? He's like, I don't know. I just get them delivered. So like, I'd look at it, manhunt. What the fuck's manhunt? And just like reading the back of it, it's like it sounds like a horror. horror yeah. Film. So yeah, I'll just. I'll give it a go see what it's mm. like and I'm just like more like reading like open because you've got the instruction manual and stuff on the inside and like just going into this game blind was just so weird mm. cool. and then like realising that you can like kill people with like plastic bags and hammers and machetes yeah. and um, <laughs> chainsaws and pieces of glass and Gee. yeah um wire but really so off head up with some wire like, just like it's probably one of the best weapons because they have the it was, yeah it's only in like one yeah, he just walked up to someone and smacked him in the back of the head with a hammer. It's pretty no, brutal. Like, you'd smash him in the stomachs and they'd go on down on the knees, like, coughing yeah, up and, then... and then just, like, right in the forehead. Cranking <laughs> in the head, yeah. There's one with a sickle as well. I used to grab him and just 
draw it across the chest. Yeah, like, across sickle. the stomach, just, on inside. Or, yeah. or from behind, put it up between the legs and just rip it out. So you just open your mm -hmm. huge. It was brutal. Yeah. But it was good. It was intense, wasn't it? it had Pigsy in it as well, wasn't it? It was like a. Not about. Yeah, it was not about, yeah. <laughs> I want to put it at the top, but. Uh, see you guys. I probably could have six, yeah, to be honest. I thought it was good, but it wasn't like amazing. Uh, next one is Max Payne. Dive to the left, dive to the right, and shoot, eh? That's the, mechanic, mm -hmm. that's the mechanics you want. You want to be able to slow mo dive. Yeah, whatever you can give you. As much as you can. There ain't enough slow mo diving now, you know what I mean? Like, what you need to do is bring back slow mo. That is some of this gone, yeah. That is some of this missing from games. Slow mo <laughs> bullet time. Yeah, I mean, last one was what? Bullet, if I'm in a game time. and development team right now, I'm saying, I tell you what, it's time for, it's time for the rebirth of the slow mo dive. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was in Max Payne 3. And Quantum Break, wasn't it? Yeah, I played Max Payne 3, really like that. But yeah. yeah. No, Definitely slow-mo, slow darling. It was slow-mo, wasn't it? Um, and you'd they... take the painkillers to... Oh, yeah. To, uh, the story you know... was really good as well. I yeah, it was, story. like, really quite deep, wasn't it? About losing his yeah. family and that, yeah. yeah. And he had to, yeah. like, take the painkillers to, like, mask the pain of... Like, the actual emotional pain, as opposed to the physical yeah. pain. Yeah, like, it's a really dark game. Yeah. Man. Yeah, it's just a shame about the two... Oh, yeah, we had to work on the crying baby and stuff. Yeah, one was a house maze, which takes forever. Um, but then the second time was we had to follow a trail of blood. Yeah. Um, but if you on a certain one of them, you just sort of jump to the left. You could land at the ending and just walk out. But, uh, though, yeah, those two segments ruined it for me. But the rest of the game itself, I thought yeah. it was great. Yeah. All right, my next thick. one is Twisted Metal. Yeah, thick. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, next one is Twisted Metal Black. Um, no, I just I've always enjoyed Twisted Metal games. This one obviously had the best graphics. It was the last uh, one, wasn't it? Yeah, hasn't been one since. I've been one since, but I'm gonna put it in the okay tier only because we've got the cut down water, like the water, yeah, shit version, shit, you shit, um, European release, yeah, which have no cutscenes in it, no, sto all, no story, which we didn't know about at the time. We were just like, oh, yeah, all these cars, <laughs> and stuff up. yeah, but then like. Like years, years later, watching YouTube, it's like, um, what's that? Like, Sweet Tooth uh, cutscenes, like for Twisted Metal Black. Like, hang on, was there any fucking cutscenes? And you and watch it, no and way. like, there's whole backstories to every single one of the characters, either their yeah. what their wishes and how the end game ends. Because when you complete the game, like the EU version of it, just <laughs> it's just a scene yeah. of the of the car that you were racing in. Driving away. Yeah. <laughs> so what it was, because um, I've obviously been finding a decent emulator, I've been playing through it all, all again, and I've got Twisted Metal Black. So to give you a comparison, um, if you choose um, Mr. Grimm, for oh, example, he he's got the best story. So the EU version shows the asylum where he is, and then it shows his car driving out, and then the next cutscene that should happen shows um, is when you defeat this tanker and all it shows is your guy passed out and then he drives off. Yeah, he wakes up and drives off. Yeah. And then at the end, you destroy, um, you have to kill a helicopter, which is ridiculously hard. So you destroy the helicopter, that crashes, and then it shows you driving off. And that was the story. But the US version, 
shows Mr. Grimm in the asylum and it talks about his story in Vietnam. Oh, really? Uh, as a soldier. And it's not, and then he was basically he was captured uh, and left in a hole with his dying uh, squad mate for like a week or whatever. And then finally, this guy that was torturing him said, uh, I'm going to give you something to eat and basically just dropped down a knife and fork, which was in the second film when he did defeat this tanker. And then in the final film, he finally gets his wish, which was um, where he accepted the fact that he is a cannibal because he ate his friend there. <laughs> the, and then he, he has a meal for one, which was the guy that was torturing him all those years ago. Wow. Um, it's been brought over there and he, and he eats him. And just for the fact that all each character that you got on Unlocked fleshed out this story about all these dark characters and why they're there. And then for the EU release, they Quality. just put it all out. Quality. Yeah, there's some other good stories. Where's that I, going, I though, in, in, your, uh, in your... Where's it going, Stu? I've put it um, in the OK turf, just because it's got parts missing out. So mm. I can't go really go any higher because it's... Incomplete. Yeah, incomplete game, but okay. It's fair. Okay. So what games you got, Peter? Okay, so uh, I, 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 like I say, I was a bit younger, so a couple of these games are a little bit more sort of tailored to the age I was at the time. So Battlefront 2, like, was the scope of Battlefront 2 on PS2 was just crazy for me. Like... The, the I loved playing the story of Battlefront 2. I liked that it had the 501st and was to do with Anakin's own special group of clones that turned into stormtroopers and stuff like that. That was super cool. Um, but mm. but there was this, you know, being able to play the open world of it, you know, being able to play, like, land matches effectively against a load of computers. Like, it was like playing the likes of Call of Duty or Battlefield now, but, like, back then, you know, and it was like, that was really crazy for me. And I used to love playing that. I used to love playing space battles, stuff like that. Um, Staying on the mode of Star Wars, I've got two more games. I've got Lego Star Wars Two. They were hugely in, in, in like in um, impactful for me. They I love playing those games so much. They they just like you know I like Lego and I like Star Wars. You know they combine the two, and I think they sort of they really gave birth to the Lego genre. Um, and then the Force Unleashed, because although it did come out on the, there was a weird kind of period where. There were still games coming out on the PS2 that were coming out on the PS3. And I was, you know, I came, I was skint really, so I couldn't afford a PS3 or my mum couldn't or whatever. So I ended up buying Force Unleashed for the PS2 and actually really enjoyed it and completed it and played it through. And it was ace. Same story and yeah, stuff like that. It was all right, yeah. Uh, yeah, I did. It was pretty short, though. Uh, yes. The, yeah, yeah. The Force powers that you had were like how it should be. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Super, super cool. cool. Yeah, pull down a pulls down a star destroyer. Yeah. And he like started the Rebel Alliance and stuff as well, which is cool. Um, in the story, and obviously it was just cool, like playing as Darth Vader and all that kind of stuff. It was just really cool. Yeah, it plays, the story. It plays um Darth Vader going storming through Kashyyyk. On his but, yeah, level. fucking the Wookiees right yeah. up. Um, yeah, basically. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and then I've also right got the ass. Uh, I've also got. <laughs> 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 and you can force choke them and just fucking right off the side of them. That was quality. Um, I'm not sure you could do that in the PS2 version, 
but the PS3 version I certainly remember throwing around like ragdolls because they actually had ragdoll as a thing. Um, but the PS2 version was just cool. I just remember being able to play through that story, and it was really cool because it was it was very hype when that game first came out, like the trailer and everything. Um, but moving on, I have, of course, gentlemen, Half Life One. That was available on um, PS2 and is a very, very excellent game um, in which you, know, you play a silent protagonist called Freeman and leads on to one of the best games of all time, which is Half-Life 2. You know, um, I like the, um, the expansions that they did as well. Wasn't it? There was Opposing Force and uh, yeah. Blue Shift. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And it was yeah, they were. Really? I don't know. I don't know. They were on. It came. It came as like a bit. There was a bit of like an orange kind of thing that came out for the PS One, where it had like blue, whatever the hell it was, and, and a thingy in it as well. Um, which cool, and obviously also gave breath to like Counter Strike stuff like that. Um, but yeah, Half Life One. I really like the story of Half Life One. I like like the start of the game and how immersive it was as a first person kind of story at that time as well, because there wasn't really like first person was the go-to at that time like it is now um in mm. a lot of ways so for to have a first person story to have characters almost even talk to you and engage with you and stuff in first person was cool although you know you've got lots of time splitters as well um but also moving on to a sketch super sketchy game or sketchy games which are all the silent hill games um silent hill was horrendously scary i was way too young to be playing it um, but my mate managed to borrow nickel of his brother's Silent Hill collection, and we went through nine, played all them. Um, but yeah, definitely wasn't Silent Hill two regarded as one of the scariest. Yes, like really, really, truly horrifying. Like, it, and and the the thing with Silent Hill that's different, I guess, to like the likes of I'll move on to, in a second to like Resident Evil, is the fact that like it's like psychologically sketchy. So, like, the sound, like, even if you do it now, like, just type in YouTube, like, Silent Hill music, like, it's really, like, disturbing. And, like, the fact that, like, you, you run around and you have, like, a little radio and stuff and, like, you've got this, like, radio and you pick it up and you're, like, running through fog because it's, like, really foggy, this town of Silent Hill or whatever. And then all you can hear is, like, these sketchy noises and stuff that will, like, come through on the radio now and again and stuff like that. There's something like, paranormal about something, like, speaking through a radio to you and it would be, like... <laughs> And like like make some weird sketchy noises of like a monster or something and you'd be like oh, i can't even see it um but yeah so silent hill was really messed up there's another silent hill i can't remember which number it was but you were stuck inside this house and like creepy shit started happening in the house and stuff like walls would start like oh, yeah. bleeding and like weird stuff like that where you'd see like a demon's face on the wall or something weird like that it was like really like psychologically weird um as opposed to like you know something running at you per se it was just like the ambience, I suppose, that made it so scary. It was, it was almost like what mm. into it, if you see what I mean. So it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's like I've some... never really played any of them to be no, honest. Like, I played so the first one a little bit, but with, that was it. Yeah, Silent Hill was like it, it would create so much suspense, and then all of a sudden you'd see some guy like, or some creature that was like I don't know something that looked like its head was like twisting or something like that, and you'd like running at you, you just like too much for you. Um, especially when I was like I don't know, ten or whatever I was at the time, I was way too young to be playing that. Um, Yes, moving on to Resident Evil 4, one of the best games of all time, one of the best shooters of all time. Um, it was it really started that kind of over the shoulder perspective of like intense first like third person storytelling. Um, really really cool game. I just you know, running around shooting all the zombies, or they're not zombies, but like the weird creepy villagers and just yeah, yeah. I guess the tank controls are a bit weird now, but like 
it was just and like even the inventory management stuff was really cool um and then lastly but not least in any way shape or form probably was my most fun i had on the ps2 is simpsons hit and run i can't believe <laughs> i can't believe the simpsons hit and run isn't on the top list to be honest because that's something that really stands out to me because mm. i had a lot of fun with simpsons hit and run just play gta instead it wasn't just the same as thing, you know. Um, crazy taxi. Well, it's more like GTA, wasn't it? I, it, I, never, it, I never played it. It was like a PG GTA, but obviously, oh, like right. I said, I I, as a kid, being able to walk around Springfield was super, super cool for me. Like, I just remember, yeah. like, even being able to walk into the Simpsons' house and stuff was just like mental. Go to the nuclear power plant, and it was just like. This is, mm. is like real life. Explore the Simpsons world, like. Yeah, that's it. That was super cool for me. But yeah, they're my little uh, right. few. Don't, don't, we won't worry about ranking them. Yeah, don't worry about them. Right, okay, very good. Um, honourable mentions. Just honourable <laughs> mentions, yeah. <laughs> so, um, finally, we're going to roll on to the, uh, the criminally elongated name game. Game. Do we need a... Uh, what am I jiggy for it? You yeah, can, you can do, a, do the, the jingle for it. Yeah, no problem. Okay, um, it's super, super long. It's criminally long. The criminally long, elongated name game, as created by Craig, who isn't here because he's shagging the Tetris man. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this week, uh, I'm going to read it out for you now. Um, obviously, have a think about it, Pixie, but try and, but don't guess on here. Uh, leave it hey? to the listeners for their chance to win. <laughs> yeah. So if if you want to enter, by all means, but send us a private message for it, and then we'll take it from there. Nope. So, without further ado, here comes the criminally elongated name game game, and it is the historical story of a female heir to the monarchy, a chronological connection that, that pertains to recent recent history. Yeah, read it. So yeah, I am going to read it again, a little bit slower. The historical story of a female heir to the monarch, a chronological connection that pertains to recent history. Okie dokie. That is a tough one. I, I, didn't, I didn't get it. Because a motherfucker that is. Yeah, I'll read it one more time for the listeners to jot it down or whatever they need to to try and work it out. Uh, so again, it's the historical story of a female heir to the monarchy, a chronological connection that pertains to recent history. All calls cost 5p, and the entry costs are covered by your landline. But call in and, uh, you know, give it a go. <laughs> uh, yeah, get your entries in as soon as possible via Twitter, Instagram, or email, or whatever you want to. And um, Pigeon, letter. Yeah, 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 pigeon. And, uh, and that is all we've got time for today. Buzzing, are we not? Where can we find you, Pixie? You can find me at the Pixie Gaming Podcast. Um, I think it's at Pixie Gaming Podcast on Twitter. It's at Pixie Gaming Podcast on Instagram. And obviously, Pixie Gaming Podcast, P I X I, on um, YouTube as well. It's pretty easy to find because there's no one else called Pixie um, that really do anything. Uh, but yes, that's where you can find me. I'm, yeah, just, I run a show that's a little bit different to these guys' show. I, I sort of talk about how games make us feel and stuff like that and talk a little bit more in depth about, I guess, you know, um, 
promotional side of video games and some stuff like that. But I also do a show where I do a partner out with my friend where we try and go through and play the best ever couch co-op games of all time and stuff like that. Um, but yes, uh, keep watching Sharks there. They're good stuff. Um, mental. Really mental guys. Like, you know, quite often, <laughs> quite often worry, you know, but... I think a lot of people do worry about yeah, yeah. You know, Thank you. it won't be long until we get sanctioned. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, Craig already has been. So, like, yeah, you know, there's two exactly. left now, guys. So, like, soon enough, it would just be Stu. And, like, yeah. you know, Ryan would have been taken away or he found himself a thick boy and he would have run away. And Yeah, run away with one. Yeah, yeah, run away with one. And then Stu, it'd just be just Stu then. And then it'd just be down to him to get sections. And then you're good to go. Uh, well, it won't take long, would it, with his basement mouth? Good Trapped lord. Trapped into bloody, yeah. yeah, dropping down there. Honest to God. Um, Honest to God. Yeah, so um, just before we uh, sign out, I think Stu wants to say something about Lit Gaming Arena. Yeah, that's the point. I do need to say something about Lit Gaming Arena, who uh, obviously you know from their GPA, GamingPodcastLines.com. Listen to their podcast a couple of times, and I've let it slide, but I can't let it go any longer because I said it again today. They say GIF instead of GIF. Yeah, that's not right. Wrong, definitely, yeah. At least we agree on something there. Definitely, GIF. Yeah. It's definitely, it's, it's spelled G I F. So yeah, GIF, GIF. Yeah, GIF, not GIF. Are GIF they from America? So, yeah, they, yeah. Yeah. See, there's a lot of stuff. We, what was it we were arguing the other day? How to um, say Mario? Yeah, they say Mario. Yeah, Mario. 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 Um, Mario. I, I listened yeah. to a guy who runs. Um, Kind of funny games, Greg Miller, and it was hilarious the other day because he said "in it," you know, like we say "in it" in the UK, yeah. like "oh, isn't it in it?" But he he thought it was "in it," like that, like that's how you say it, like "in it," because there's two ends, and he tries to like elongate it. <laughs> in it. In. It's not saying in there. Yeah, I know quality, but you know, know, last last but not least, lads, I just thought you know, um, has been a bit of a feud going on of late between the two of us. I mean my podcast and your podcast about you know your oh so controversial decisions and there will come a point <sighs> where i will invite you guys onto my podcast and we'll have a full shark slap versus pizza podcast on all of your, uh, all of the madness that you guys have brought to the internet of late um <laughs> so, it, yeah. so yeah stay on that and we'll we'll make it fully wwe you know i'll, I'll get some uh I'll, I'll you know i might even get some i might even get some commentators on or something like that and um, have a think for your intro music. Yeah, that would be pretty funny if you had commentators sat in the background. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, like, like, a, like well, a, we can invite Lit like Gaming or someone or a yeah. diss off. Get, yeah. get someone off, <laughs> and yeah, they they can they can run it and be judge, jury, or a ref, you know. And then we, yeah, yeah, you know, we can do gaming insults or something like that. Over that, <laughs> yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll think we'll think right. something up. But yeah, thank you very much for having me on, guys. Absolute legend. Yeah, no worries. Always, always yes. you on. No problem. Um, we all miss you, Craig, and we hope that, you know, if he's going to fit him in, that he fits him in hope. right, you know, the Tetris yeah, man. Yeah, hope his bum all right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, a Tetris man, if anything, you know, they all fit in in the end. It'll be awkward to begin with, but they'll fit in in the end. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> all right, so uh, I, I've been Ryan, and with me, Stuart, from Shark Select, and you can find us on uh, Twitter, at Shark Select Pod, Instagram, at Shark Select Pod, YouTube, Shark Select, and newly, and Podcoin. Yeah, Shark Select. Use code. Use the code Shark Select, and you get three hundred bonus coins. And on TikTok as well. 
at Shark Select Pod on TikTok, yeah. where you can duet with along with us, and then we'll, if anybody actually does do any duets with us, you can put it on our YouTube as well. Yeah, yeah. big shout out to the Odd Pod Squad as well on uh, yeah on Twitter. Odd Pod Squad, Odd Pod Squad on Twitter yeah. and the Gaming Podcast Lines dot yeah. com dot com. With a new thing. member, all has is there now, isn't he? Grief Burrito. Yeah, yeah. I need. To, I, I think I might go do a podcast with Grief Burrito. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It'd be good fun. I'm interested yeah. to talk to him. Yeah. Get to know him. Um, well, it, we can do that with the thing. He will do... Uh, he can ref it, can he? Yeah, he can ref it. We found our ref. Yeah. Yeah, Special Grief Burrito is the ref, you know. And then it's... it's uh, You guys are going to go one-on-one with a great one. You know what I mean? So I'm going to take <laughs> all of you down. Great one. The two numbers. <laughs> <laughs> three versus one. Yeah, three versus one. You can all tag in. I know. It'd be like that time there was three... Uh, was it? I can have a jingle it? off. I'll have a jingle off with Craig. That yeah. could be my thing with Craig. Um, and then I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to try and go try and be more potty mouth than Stu or anything like that. Um, oh, but we can have me and Stu, uh, me and Ryan. Sorry, we'll think of uh, we'll have a verses thick on off. thick boy offs. Who who's the best yeah. thick boys we can think of? And um, <laughs> and put them in one v one, one v one, and see who would win the fight. So you can put your thick boy in, and I'll put my thick boy in. You know, like for example, oh, oh your counter thick boy. Yeah, for example, yeah. like you play, you play DK, and play Bowser, and then they have a little thick boy off, and, we, and then the ref could decide who would win. And then um, so we've got those two down. So we just need to think something for me and you to do, too. Yeah, I want to think about it. Yeah. Awesome right, right, sweet. Then. Right then. No worries, chaps. Check right, out my uh, my video of the game. Um, convention there will be but yeah peace out lads okay see ya bye bye bye